welcome to my first dungeon playtest. The tabletop role-playing podcast where we put game designers through their paces as we test drive a one-shot of an in-progress game they are working on and then circle back around to discuss what went right, what went wrong, and how we can make that game even better. This season, we are playing my game, Schrodinger's Cats, and I'm excited to see how this session turns out. So, without further ado... Last time in the liminality... After the past lives of all the cats in Brooklyn began to disappear, three unlikely heroes joined together and ventured forth to Coney Island in search of a woman who might be able to help. Brownie, the copycat Tabby, Smooth Rudy, the hairless Hellcat, and Steve Jobs, the recently orphaned Alley Kitten, were led to the Wonder Wheel by their sympathetic dog pal, Barley, and were introduced to Heidi, the great-great-granddaughter of famed physicist Erwin Schrodinger. She had been monitoring the disappearance of cat lives and setting up a safe haven in Coney Island, but didn't know what was causing this disappearance. All she knew was that the epicenter of this phenomenon was an apparently disused laundromat in Williamsburg. She believed that the insidious incursion was not coming from this plane of existence, but rather from within the liminality itself, the in-between space where cats lost lives frolic and play. To find out for sure, she recruited Brownie, Smooth Rudy, and Steve Jobs to dive headfirst into Schrodinger's box and venture into that space between life and death. After some haggling over a reward, the three cats made their way to the liminality, gaining some quantum powers along the way, including teleportation, feline duality, and one very haunting meow. They hopped aboard a Meowtier Express subway to Liminal Williamsburg, only to find it completely deserted. Steve Jobs decided to explore a nearby alley where their mother, Siri, had raised them before disappearing without a trace, leaving behind her best friend, Brownie, and leaving her partner in crime, Smooth Rudy, out to dry after a heist, landing him a two-week stint in the pound. Behind the alley dumpster, Steve Jobs discovered a number of daily tally marks, totaling the exact number of days their mother had been missing, hinting that this was where their mother had vanished. But while they investigated, Smooth Rudy accidentally stepped on a dog's squeaky toy, and a group of vicious dogs was alerted to their presence and began running towards the alley. We rejoin the group as Smooth Rudy reaches down to remove the sewer grate to the very same escape route where his former partner had betrayed him. Um... I mean, I gotta. I don't have to pay to use my Hellcat power, right? I can just use it. No, that's just the thing you can do. Let's do it. Let's roll these dice. Okay. Um, as a Hellcat, you can all of them. You can reroll all the dice. Whatever the result is, is the result. There's no augmentation that can change it. Well, that counts. (laughs) Let's go, gang. Oh man, that's a lot of sixes. Ooh, three sixes, no ones. Yeah. Your body goes liquid as you like fly under this thing, and smoothest then it's ex- ever been. <laughs> so smooth. You get underneath this thing, and then like get yourself right up against it, and expand your body outwards and harden. And the thing blows off entirely, flies into the air. You guys quickly scurry down into this thing as the the sewer grate lands back on top with a thud. And you guys kind of scurry down as you hear paws of a number of dogs come into this area. Hey, you hear that? 
Yeah, I heard that. What, what, what the fuck is going on back here? What? You seen anybody else around here? Nah, I ain't seen nothing, boss. I ain't seen, I've, I've, I've been scouring this area. The last last cat I saw was a cat hiding back here. But, you know, we, we got her in the other space. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just keep keep your rounds going. Make sure. We can't let anyone through. The boss wants all these cats rounded up, okay? There's always so much love in this city. We need a little bit bigger cut of it. Yeah, a bigger cut of the love, see? Yeah. <laughs> they kind of look around this area, but you guys remain hidden in this um, sewer grate. Are you waiting for them to leave to come back out, or are you going through uh, an escape route that you knew? Let's go through this escape route. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me where you, what it looks like and where you end up. All right, so we're fully in the sewers. <laughs> um, it's just sand. It's just sand. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh yeah, so we're just kinda like pawing our way through that. And the way out I'm gonna say the way out, uh, you know, we go down about two blocks, take a right, and then we come up and it's like right underneath like a good taco spot. And uh it's like a great thing because you know they they come, they don't collect the trash super often, so it's like we got remnants of these good tacos there. There's little shrimps. Yeah. Little fish taco bits. Oh my god, yeah, best fish tacos in the city. Yeah. And if you're lucky, queso. <laughs> you guys, as you move through this sewer, you're kind of telling everyone about where you're going and what, you know, some of your past experiences down here and stuff, and you bang your way up through the other side of the sewer grate, and as you do, you kind of pull yourself out, and as you do, you see the taco stand now completely made of uh, pillows and stuff, and where the trash cans would have been, there is, like, a full gourmet, like, chef station. <laughs> um, like, this is the restaurant. However, on top, the grills have all been left on, and there are just burning oh. pieces of fish that have been left on and unattended for... These are just charcoal bits at this point. You see this area where that served a lot of, like, fish and things is entirely destroyed and just like left to rot essentially you smell like rotting fish that doesn't seem appetizing there's like nothing good to eat around here just next door you hear raucous and rollicking of a bunch of dogs oh 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 hanging out uh, that you know was a like popular chicken wing joint and a bunch of dogs are like hanging out right outside you can see like the exterior area from here but it seems like they have moved aside a bunch of the pillows and have turned it into like a dog house instead of a pillow fort and they're like they're going to town on like a bunch of chicken wings that they found stupid doggos doing chickens and stuff fishes <sighs> it's disgusting what they did back here I don't know, it's also it's a lot of doggos through me. Like, should we keep trying to go escape? Are we near? Suppose we're already, are we near that laundromat? I think so. If I remember this neighborhood, it should just be on the other side of the block. We just gotta get around the corner. Yeah, we go to real sneaky sneaks. Um, jobs just like your mom taught us. Both of us. We got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be real sneaky. One of the good things she did. Such a good lady. All right, let's stay low. Try to walk in front of this place without attracting too much attention. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Stay smooth. Yeah. Keep those sunglasses down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
feeling Brownie also, her tail is definitely like half bushy and she's trying to kind of hide it to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're real chill. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Keep your tail low. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> Whoever wants to, or you guys can split up the dice and roll as a team. Ooh. Ooh, I like that a lot. How many are left? One, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven. seven. I think. So do you want to roll two or three? I've got a free re-roll, so I can take three for sure. I think you would do all of the... <laughs> oh, perfect. Right here, just, just the fun bit. Uh, I'm going to say for this roll, you can only use your powers on the dice that you roll. Okay. Oh, I rolled three sixes. Oh my god! Are you serious? <laughs> Five, two, two. Holy shit, no one. Yeah, we got a six too. With four sixes, you guys easily sneak past. These dogs are not paying any attention to anything. This is clearly like a bunch of dogs on break or something like they're not on the clock um you see all the dogs around here are all wearing either like full-on black suits or like very staten island chic like full-on track suits and gold chains um, <laughs> all of them are drinking out of like large dog bowls that they're holding kind of like scotch glasses and just kind of like laughing <laughs> i'll say with four success that's a ton of successes you- it was it was actually only three three okay um, still, uh, as you guys kind of walk, you're able to walk rather than like taking a long way around. You're able to walk pretty close to these guys, knowing that you are like very hidden. And as you get close, you hear a couple of bits of chatter from the dogs. You hear one of them is like clearly drunk on something, whatever dogs would get cheese. drunk on cheese. You see, he's got a full can of cheese whiz, and it's just like someone is pushing it into his mouth and pressing down the other paws and just filling up his mouth. <laughs> And like through a massive uh, mouthful of cheese, he's just like. I mean, the boss tells me that after like today, maybe tomorrow, the latest, we can get all the cats out of this neighborhood, and this is just gonna be like our neighborhood, man. It's gonna be just dog central, man. Man, I gotta say, I can't wait till we expand. We can keep going, so we can just take over Brooklyn, and then we can go over into Manhattan. And I mean, I think you know we can get to we'll, we'll get Staten Island last, but like, and then <laughs> you know we'll go up into the Bronx. And I mean, soon there's gonna be like Dog Haven, man. We don't need no more cats around this place. Nah. You walk past, and is there anything else you guys are looking for as you kind of pass this hive of information? You could definitely like pinpoint on a couple of pieces of information. Is there anything you're listening for? I want to hear what dog is in charge. Yeah, do we hear them, like, naming anybody who, like, who is the boss? You don't hear a name of a dog. Like, a bunch of people are like, hey, Spike, get over here. And, like, five dogs turn around. (laughs) But anytime you hear the pug get mentioned, everyone kind of looks in a way that says, like, I've got to listen in, but I don't want to seem too eager. And it is not a name that is getting mentioned often. Whereas, like, there are some people who they want their name to be known. There's some people who don't. This is very much the latter. But you hear the name, the pug, mm. kind of get said in hushed tones a few times. If I if I was going to try to like remember things that I've heard about the pug from when I was in jail, would I have to basically roll like an insight check for that? Yeah, <laughs> that seems fair. Um, or you know what? I'll let you. If you want, as like a free action, you can spend one of your lives per piece of information you want. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm for sure going to do that. And I'm just going to spend a life that means like, you know, just remembering generally who the pug is. Okay. You 
spent some time, some hard time in the pound. <laughs> you spent the first couple of days, maybe the first week or two, just stewing on the fact that your partner wasn't there when she said she was going to be. The week after that, you started to listen to what was happening. You kind of got out of your own head. And you heard a lot of people talking about this upstart called the Pug. It didn't seem like he had a large territory, but it seemed like he was kind of making the rounds, slowly like muscling in on different territories. He was trying to organize like a larger war with the cats of South Williamsburg. And as you were in the pound for a couple of months, maybe, I don't know, how long were you in the pound? Uh, I think he said the second week, and that made me think he just spent two weeks of hard time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was hard time. Yeah, yeah. Hard time. No scritchies. This, this was not a, a fun pound to be at. You saw a lot of people getting adopted before you, and a lot of people came to saw you, and because you were almost all the way hairless at that point, uh, not a lot of takers. <laughs> you heard about this guy trying to like make a move, essentially, to control this area. But rather than just kind of taking control and having you know power in a region, dogs versus cats, the endless plight that's been happening in New York City, as old as cats v. rats, as old as cats v. pigeons, cats have a lot of enemies. It <laughs> <laughs> um, seemed to be the shit starters sometimes. I don't know. Um, no, that doesn't seem right. Definitely not. Definitely not. Same as like dogs versus squirrels. That's actually the one, one of the things you heard about him was he was extremely successful at like getting rid of the squirrels in South Williamsburg. And he was trying to do the same with the cats. You had heard him be successful. Like he'd kind of like pushed out like gangs of like feral cats and stuff. But you heard him being very unsatisfied with that amount of success. This was a person who wanted like total and complete control of an area. Hey, I heard of this pug guy before when I was in the clink. Oh, man. Oh, God. Hey, he's, he's no good. He had a bunch of plans. Real ambitious character, you know? Oh, no. What were, what were his plans? In a word, no cats. Oh, I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a good feeling about this. Man. Wait. So is the pug behind everything? I think so. They're talking about this pug guy. I don't think he'd be working for anybody else. Sounds like he really hates cats, so I don't think your mom's working with him. Unless she got tricked in some way. Unless she's trapped. <gasps> maybe that maybe she didn't betray you after all. No. No, I think if she's mixed up in all this, maybe she's getting some kind of a benefit out of it. Ah, that woman, if I ever see her again, she's dead to me. Oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, sometimes it was like, I won't help you unless you do something good for me. I give her a lot of churros over the years. But, like, she taught me a lot of important stuff about being rough and tumble. Yeah, she taught us all a lot of important stuff about being rough and tumble. But when the... Paws met the pavement. She was supposed to be there to pull the subway or the uh, sewer grate out for me. She wasn't there. Animal control called me. She left me there at my moment of need. I don't know. But, but what if she didn't mean to? But what if she? That's the. What if she had already been captured? I guess I don't know what possible, to believe but... anymore. All I know is we do have to get to this laundromat to see what the deal is. 
does such a good job sneaking. I think we just keep sneaking. Let's I think go. you're right. Pause in. Pause in. Pause in. One, two, three. Cats. Okay. You guys make your way over to past the boneyard, this uh, chicken wing shop, and you make your way over to this abandoned laundromat, just Bedford laundromat. You see, oddly enough, this building, whereas everything around it is pillow forts, this building is just a brick and glass building. It's a brick and mortar shop. It seems abandoned and like disused. However, as you see that, there are a number of Rottweilers patrolling around the front. They're trying to look nonchalant, but I think with your time inside, you're very aware that this is a like very active patrol. This place is guarded, but doesn't doesn't seem like there's anything going on inside. Like you can see there's big bay windows. Like a bunch of them are cracked and there's like tape kind of over top of them. But you can see through and it's just like a disused laundromat. Is the place so sad it doesn't even smell like dryer sheets anymore. Spooky. I'm going in. Whoa. Um, Jobsy, maybe um, one of the things that I learned from, like, losing a bunch of lives is um, that sometimes, like, you want to go into a place, and sometimes you're not supposed to go into a place, and so it's better if you, like, maybe wait before you go into the place. But wait for what? Um, so that changes, like, a lot. Um, sometimes it's, like, wait until maybe the door is actually, like, open. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes it's, like, wait until that scary man has left a room. Sometimes it's, mm-hmm. like, wait until you maybe suss out if there's, like, another key. Yeah, huh. sometimes, you know, you want to wait just to see if, uh, the thing that you see is, like, a real animal or just, like, a stuffed animal or a drawing yeah. of an animal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you want to wait to see if, uh, you know, maybe you think that you can catch a pigeon, but there's actually some kind of glass in between, in between. so you need to see if yeah, there's glass. Yeah, glass is real tricksy. Glass is real tricksy. Yeah, yeah. And this is glass. It is? Well, yeah, and the good thing about this glass is it's cracked, so you can tell it's glass. Sometimes glass isn't cracked, and then you can't tell it's glass, and then you smash. Oh, my God. Smooth really knows. I'm telling you right now. I ate five of my six lives I lost glass. <laughs> <laughs> six one glass adjacent. <laughs> was it ice? It was ice. <laughs> it's the it's natural glass. Is yeah. It. yeah. It's cold too, which is so ice. Oh, and, uh. Real one two punch of terrible things. Yeah. We're yeah. just saying be careful. You know, you got a lot of lives ahead of you. Yeah. I hear you guys. But I still want to go. <laughs> As you say that, you feel a... As the ground beneath your feet begins to rumble a bit, you feel like what feels like a small localized earthquake seems to be radiating out from this uh, laundromat. As it begins to shake, you guys kind of like catch yourselves a little bit. The, the Rottweilers seem entirely unfazed by this. They kind of like look at each other, give each other like uh, like snarky smile. Just kind of like <laughs> and then they kind of continue their walk. See, that was one of the like weights because if you'd been like running then you might have maybe fell. Kid, I'm seeing a real wild look in your eyes right now. What are you thinking? Oh, Jobsy. I have to get in that laundromat. I have to know what's inside. I have to. 
I don't care if I lose a life. I have to know. Now, now hold on, kid. You know what they said about curiosity. Yeah, you're the most curious little kidder. I have to find out what happened to my mom. I have to know. If I lose a life, so be it. The, there's a crack in the glass. Yeah. I go up and I kind of paw at it. I see if, if it's like fragile at all. You can come up to it, but there are like, there's an active patrol. So if you, if you try to go oh, up to this thing and like explore. Those are the Doberman. Those, those are, are the, the Rottweilers. Oh, I know what I do. Got it. Okay. I'm going to go up and um, try and um, start up a conversation with these guys. <laughs> I'm going to smooth talk them. <laughs> I'm going to ask them about their, ask them some questions about their themselves and get them chatting. You're absolutely going to need to roll the dice. Um, <laughs> Uh, before you do, you oh, you no. just walk up to these two yeah. Rottweilers. They immediately go on guard. Their tails go straight. Go, what are you doing here, little kitten? <clears throat> Hello there, sir. <laughs> uh, was was just w- wanting to ask you a couple questions for a magazine. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and roll the dice. <laughs> magazine. Oh, no. Okay, that's oh. two ones right off the bat. Yeah, this isn't going good for me, but that's okay. It was too many wins. Um, <laughs> anything you want to do to augment the dice? Oh, yeah. Or do you want to keep the, the failure? I think I need to learn a lesson. I'm going to keep it. Okay, go <laughs> ahead and um, roll the ones into the box. You see the Dobermans kind of snarl at you and go, I don't want to be in no magazine. I've already been on TV. Prince of Dead Medium. <laughs> uh, he turns to the other and goes, get out of the boss. The other one reaches behind you, grabs you by the scruff of the neck, and begins to walk you into the abandoned the abandoned laundromat. I think upon seeing this, Brownie goes, Chubsy, no, meow. <laughs> and are you doing your yeah. haunting now? Go ahead and roll the dice. Oh, no. All right, so that's three fives and two threes, but no ones or sixes. Okay, no ones, sixes. It's a mixed success. There's no ones, so nothing goes in the box. You you tell me what you want to happen, and then I'll tell you what the complication is. So am I telling you what Brownie wants or what Abby, the human woman, wants? <laughs> uh, I'll let you choose. Because I feel like Brownie, it's just a visceral, like, sort of motherly aunt thing being like, no. Abby, the human woman, wants this meow to be so haunting and echoey and like an abyss that it freaks out the Rottweilers. <laughs> and either they uh, get spooked and run or uh, just drop Jobsy. You let out this haunting little meow, just this tiny little <laughs> echo of a that all of a sudden ripples out from your mouth around, coming in all directions, echoing and multiplying, pitching up, down, around, internal and external. All of a sudden you see these two Rottweilers kind of cringe and like buckle in on themselves. They immediately release you from their mouths and they kind of go, what the fuck, what the fuck kind of cat is that? Fuck, man. You see them kind of like trying to cover their ears in a way that dogs do. They kind of like get down on the floor and they, you know, cover them. Start like scooting around on the ground, like writhing in some kind of like, in some kind of like pain or something. And they quickly go, fuck it, get out of here. And they start booking it to either side. They split up, leaving this area momentarily unattended. This meow echoes out all around. And as we like 
kind of zoom out, you hear a thing that you don't know, but it's happening outside of your sphere of influence. You see a bunch of dogs' ears pricking up as they hear this (laughs) meow. And a bunch of heads turn looking around. The boneyard very quickly empties out as all of the dogs in it are back on the clock. Wow, okay, but because it's like echoing and bouncing and all they don't know where you are. They don't know where it came from. They don't know where it came from. (laughs) But where there was like a small patrol, there is now a significantly larger patrol. (laughs) And you are at a place that you recognize is a high value area. So it's now it's now you know that you should be moving quickly now. Oh man, that was really lucky. Good job, Jobsy. Let's go in. Here we go. <clears throat> this is a Julia question. Yeah. How much of a decision can I make on what I'm doing? You just tell us when we have to roll to do something. You can make as much of a decision as you want. If you try to make a decision that is like too beneficial to you, I may try to augment it or Obsessed. make. So it'll be a, a conversation between us, but you can kind of make anything in the world happen. Okay. So now we have a clean entrance, right? Yeah. You have a clean entrance okay. for, for now. Okay. We literally go in through the front doors of this laundromat. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We just collectively push it open. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's open. It's unlocked. Yeah. You guys, nailed it. you guys bust in and it is very much a band. Like you look inside and the yeah. door was kind of cracked. There's like, you know, washing machines and stuff. There's a coin machine and stuff. Nothing about it looks of the liminality. Like there's nothing that is cat-like and fun in here. It's right. just like a regular ass laundromat right nothing is on so nothing is warm this is not an inviting place you guys kind of look around for a minute and there's like an empty closet but there's nothing in it there's a bunch of laundry machines but none of, there's like a couple of like you know disused shirts and stuff hanging out if anyone wants to investigate further i'm gonna make you make a roll i uh i got an idea okay <laughs> smooth rudy smooth rudy is like look I know this kind of situation when I see it. They're hiding something in here. Oh, yeah? I'm just the guy to find it. Uh, Smooth Rudy jumps inside one of the washing machines and tries to use his liquid power to, like, check inside the machines. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Go ahead and and make a roll. That's very cool. Oh, we got got one, one. One, three, one, three, two, and a four. I'm going to be Hellcat in that one if I can. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, Hellcat up. So re-roll the whole thing. You got to keep whatever you get. Oh, Come no. on now. Oh, I see. One, six. Yeah, six. One, one. Yeah, we got one, six, Ooh. and one, one. Okay. Uh, so, it's a bit, so go ahead and roll the one. This one's been rolling well. Into the box. Go ahead and roll yeah, the one like into the box. Know. Yeah, that blue die has been uh, a real friend, go a real pal. <laughs> you go into one of the laundry machines and you turn full liquid. You guys see... Rudy like distends forward like the Terminator, like the T two Terminator guy, the you know the yeah. liquid metal guy. Yes, flies like Alex into. Mack. I was Alex just Mack. gonna say. <laughs> I've been Alex thinking you're Mack? like Alex Mack since you. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Who's Alex you, Mack? We've discussed this. You do remember secret, it was it was the sweet, secret life of Alex Mack, life of Alex Mack. where she um, Nickelodeon. We, yeah, she like got into a radioactive something or whatever, and she could turn into like a pool of silver. Yes. That's familiar, but I don't remember. We've mm-hmm. talked about it, I think, before. Okay. You did recall. Maybe we looked it up. She always wore a backwards baseball cap. She's oh. blonde. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, teenager, nineties icon, nineties yeah. Nickelodeon yeah. icon. She couldn't really do like she couldn't do as much as the Terminator guy. She could pretty much just turn into a puddle shortly. Yeah. And, like, go under doors. <laughs> yeah. She could like, yeah. sneak under doors. It was yeah. a lot of sneaking like, under doors. That was gotcha, gotcha. her main you know? skill. Yeah. Um, but I wanted it. You turn into a liquid version of Smooth Rudy, the smoothest of Rudy's, if you will. <laughs> and you begin to move through the pipe system in here. And you move through the pipe system and you like quickly find, you guys see like a bunch of Rudy heads come out of all the washing machines, kind of like look around, then pop back in. <laughs> However, as you begin to look, you kind of like go through all the normal pipes. You find a much larger pipe that is leading straight down. And you kind of focus on that one. And as you go down, you all of a sudden find a web of pipes all going to various different areas. You kind of start looking around. You find a vast underground laboratory. You kind of peek your head out of one of the sprinkler systems and you see a bunch of different dogs kind of walking around. Three or five large, three or five, three or four, (laughs) (laughs) three or four massive vats that are very much reminiscent of like Ghostbusters. There are like a bunch of like spectral cats floating in them and flying around. And you see a large like Tesla ball at the top that is sparking that same black lightning that you had seen before. You look around in here and you see a large area near the front with like a bunch of blueprints and like maps of New York City and like various circles. You see the area of Coney Island is like notated, but with like a big ass, you know, dagger through it. Um, what's, what's the doggy equivalent of a dagger? A, a sharpened bone through it? <laughs> As you begin to look through all these different areas, you get a very clear sense of what this place is. You see a massive containment station, but also there's something else happening here. There's some kind of like nastiness that is happening with this like dark lightning. Um, you're not quite sure what it is, and you go in for a bit of a closer look. And as you're liquid tendrils are peeking in and out of all the different areas. You find a pipe that is like, was a little closed off and you kind of like push your way through it. And as you do, you all of a sudden feel a a hard sucking sensation and you feel yourself getting pulled out of the various areas and pulled into one of these vats. You grab on as many as many places as you can, but with a mixed success, you are find yourself getting pulled into one of these vats. You pop your head out towards one of the laundry machines on the first floor just enough time to tell these guys something what, what do you say as you're getting sucked in they're down there they're down there you guys see like a big rudy head come out like the size of the washing machine and then get quickly sucked inside rudy you feel yourself fly through these pipes and then land inside of this large containment vat with Bunches and bunches, hundreds of cats, former lives floating around in this weird liquid ether. We'll come back to you in a moment. You guys see your friend get sucked in and you hear like a chilling meow as we can get pulled back into some unknown space. You know that there's something below you as you hear a ruckus start to get raised as something like new is found inside one of these vats that wasn't put there. What do you guys do? Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I guess we go to a basement? I love basements. Yeah, they're pretty fun. They're like dark and cozy. Mm-hmm. This one's probably going to be the same, right? Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, there's a good chance we're going to maybe see the pug down there. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, um, that's probably true. That's probably but true. I want... But I'm ready. I'm ready for this moment. I think you are. But if it's not the pug... Yeah. And it's something else very scary... Uh-huh. We're also ready for this moment. It's totally true. And if we're not ready for this moment... Right, yeah. We're still ready for this moment. You're so wise. All right, I guess... Basement time? Got this, Jobsy. For Rudy. For Rudy. Here we go. Um, okay, and then I... How am I getting down there? Um, I try... No, I can't go through a laundromat. Uh, can I just go down the basement? You guys looked around. There isn't, like, a stairwell down. Right. Oh, no. Wait, so I don't see where we do basement stuff. Good point. Wait! I know. Out, there's usually the little, like, um, outside the um, any business is, like, the thing that you open up and then you can take the stairs down. Oh, yeah, the metal doors on the floor. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's do that. Okay. Um, only problem is there's a lot of Rottweilers out there. Oh, no. I wonder... I wonder if in the back... I wonder if in the back... They're less vigilant. We go share a back door. Go out into like an alley. We spend time in alleys. We know alleys we get better it. than doggos. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's do. We'll do. You know what we're gonna do? Hmm. We're gonna do a sneak, but like a really quick sneak. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All quick right. sneak to the back. Yeah. Quick sneak to the back. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. One of you go ahead and roll a check for your sneak. Do we want to do two and two, or yeah. do you want to? Okay. Let's do it. Okay, I'll say for the split, you can only augment your own dice. Okay, great. Aha! I got a one and a six. Whoa! Three and two for me. Oh, I could use the Hellcat. Like, I could copycat. You could copycat. I I forget also that I... Oh, yeah. I can also teleport, literally. (laughs) (laughs) This entire time. Yeah, I feel like it's really only how is Brownie getting down there. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm scared of for a six and one. Six and one is a mixed success. It is. And I can, I'd have to re-roll both. You'd have to re-roll the whole pool. But you said it would only apply to the ones I rolled, right? Oh, I use the that's ability. fair. That's fair. Yeah. I did say that. <sighs> but I mean, a six. I'm scared of re-rolling that six and getting something worse. What do you think, Jobsy? Hmm. I think I like to take a mixed success. Let's do it. Okay, we'll take it. We'll okay, take it. Go so ahead. do I put the one in? Yeah, go and roll the one in the box. You guys make your way around to the back and you find you quickly sneak. You see there's a number of Rottweilers and Dobermans. It's very like mean looking Staten Island dogs. Um, all of them wearing track suits and gold chains. <laughs> They're patrolling, but you quickly like move through the shadows. You guys know how to be cats. You guys yeah. know how to sneak. You the quickly make your way. Our friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And alleys are your best friend. You make your way to this kind of like back alley where you see there is the cellar doors, like the two big cellar doors that open up. You guys see there is a small bit that's like rusted over that you're able to like kick out and sneak in through so you don't have to like make a big sound. Perfect. Um, you guys quickly make your way through. Uh, Steve Jobs, much easier for you as you kind of like are a small little kitten. Mm-hmm. You make your way through and you find yourself going down a long stairwell. There's like an initial stairwell that would get you down to a basement and then there is a much longer stairwell that's like two, three, four floors down. You begin to continue to make your way down this thing. As you get to the bottom, there's a large door in front of you, like a large doggy door. <laughs> um, probably about 
three or four times the size of you. Like this is made for like great, like big fucking Beethoven sized dogs. Do you guys push through or do you stay on the outside of this doggy door? Hey there, it's Elliot from the Many Sided Media team. In addition to playing and producing here on My First Dungeon, I'm also a game designer known for such games as Something is Wrong with the Chickens, a rules-like game of chickens, eldritch horror, and revenge. Project Echo, a solo time travel game played in the pages of a planner. And the upcoming Rom-Com Drama Bomb, a three-player game of meet-cutes and mayhem. If you like weird and unique games and want to bring something new to your table, head to moreblueberries.shop and use code MYFIRSTDUNGEON for 20% off your order. That's M-O-R-E-B-L-U-E-B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot shop. Thanks! Maybe we do like a really small, like just push it open a tiny bit. Yeah, so and like, do, like peek a little in. bit of a crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do like a little head tilt to a, to a peek. You make a little head peek in, and as you peek through the door, kind of slowly inches forward, and you see there is a sleeping Doberman <gasps> right there, with his head like facing towards the door, and yeah. the. The door flies forward just enough to boop him in the nose. He kind of goes, boop. Kitty cat. <laughs> you see his smile get big. Kitty cat. And he lunges forward towards you. Uh, what do you do? Oh, man. All right. Um, so for haunting meow, it says I can bend minds. Yeah. Can I... Um. I'm gonna haunting meow where where I try to like throw the meow up the staircase and like dip into we did I I think um, one of Brownie's instincts finally kicks in <laughs> streetwise <laughs> and Brownie's gonna like scoop jobs in and throw her meow kind of up the stairs as if like the kitty is escaping so that this Doberman will run up and after. Go ahead and uh, roll your dice pool. Ah! <gasps> I see a six. That's a six, a one, and a five. Oh my god! These Should I re-roll successes? one more time? So I have a mechanics question. Yeah. If I choose to like spend a life memory to re-roll that five, and mm-hmm. I get another one, can I then use my copycat ability to re-roll the whole pot? Yeah, I'll let you do that. Okay, cool. I'm gonna. Nice. Um, I think yeah, Brownie's remembering, uh, sort of the the street lessons of being like you gotta be quick on your feet, you gotta think fast. <laughs> Very much channeling smooth Rudy. Uh, <laughs> and that's a two, which is not worse, but not better. I think Brownie's gonna. Brisket for the biscuit. She's gonna use her copycat. She saw Smooth Rudy do it. Okay, you're gonna go full Hellcat. Gonna go full Hellcat. I'm so scared. Oh my god, you got two sixes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Our, our trusty royal blue. I was dive gonna say. Came through again. Came mm-hmm. through again. Nice. Smooth Rudy is smooth, but he's also a firecracker. Mm-hmm. If you're copying Smooth Rudy, what does uh, what does Brownie do 
to subdue this Doberman. Oh. All right. I think Brownie throws the meow kind of like up the stairs so that the Doberman starts to go past. And uh, while he's going past, she's going to take her sharps (laughs) and scratch. Yeah. Scratch his belly. Nice. As he comes by. Wow. You, he flies by. You reach your claws under and scritch his belly down. As he flies past, you get his belly. He stops and immediately flops on his back and starts. <laughs> 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 and, and just immediately passes out from just like the best belly scritch you've given him. Uh, you hear this snoring Doberman. You know that. He didn't, like, call out to anyone. He immediately leapt for you guys. You push forward this doggy door, and you see this frantic work happening of a bunch of, like, small little terriers and things. Um, A couple of, like, big domers kind of looking around. And off in the distance, you see a large red chair with a, like, an Australian shepherd kind of near it. uh, Walks up, puts his paw on the, the chair, and whispers something to whoever is sitting in this chair. As you guys sneak in, Smooth Rudy, you find yourself inside of this strange world. It's just like swirling around with a bunch of cats. Everyone seems to be like, just kind of like accepting their fate at this moment. Like people, some of them are trying to scratch out. Some of them have kind of given up. Um, But outside this, whatever kind of glass is holding you in, you can see a distorted view of this laboratory. And you see the occupant of this red chair, kind of blurred and distorted by this thing. You see this massive figure in this massive stretched chair. You see what looks like an Australian shepherd kind of go up to the side of it and whisper something in its ear. And the head that was formerly looking at this like map flicks over towards your tank. And you see on this oversized stretched face, a smile that creeps all the way to the top of the tank in this distorted view as this creature stands up and begins walking towards your tank. And as he walks towards your tank, you can see that stretched view getting squatter and squatter and squatter (laughs) until you now see just a small pug with a curly Q black mustache. He walks up to the, um, the glass and you see him tap on it with one of his uh, claws looks up to you and you see a flash of recognition in his eyes you see a small pug standing there looking up at you with a big smile on his face he opens his mouth smooth hoodie (laughs) good to see you again I've heard tell how you doing pug Doing better than you, I can say. Doing better than you for sure. <laughs> hey, doing old prison buddy a solid. Get me out of this tank, eh? You know, I'd like to do you a solid. I would. But it seems like you're doing me a favor first. Now, I've been looking to get a real cat in here for some time. Good to have you in here. Hopefully, this will be able to finish what I started. And you feel all of a sudden he presses a button and a sucking sensation pulls you out and you get pulled through a number of various like tubes and things into a center chamber. You guys uh, see this happening as you see this like spectral version of Rudy land in an empty cylinder. The pug kind of walks back over. 
clicks a couple buttons, goes, Yeah, yeah, this'll do. Much better than that unhelpful woman we found before. You've got a few more lives with me. And he clicks a few buttons, and you see, coming from other uh, tanks, <laughs> are your spent lives <gasps> flying into the center tank with you. You all of a sudden look around and are surrounded by your familiar allies, your friends. You see yourself as a smaller kitten, still with full fur. fur. <laughs> and you it's see like every life just gradually is a little less. Yeah. <laughs> oh sweet God. balding boy. Oh. You see the degrees of your life laid out in front of you. As they land in front of you, what is Rudy feeling in this moment? Uh, Rudy is feeling, you know, this kind of like... um catharsis that comes from you know looking back on your past selves and recognizing that sure you made some mistakes and yeah it might have killed you but <laughs> you came through it with knowledge and there's like a fondness for who you were in your mm-hmm. past lives and then uh, a mixture of pride from that with uh, fear because these are all those previous lives and they are all currently in glass tanks and none of them have good histories with glass <laughs> <laughs> you see one that's uh, super cold. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah, you see, w- w- one of your younger lives has like still has a sheet of ice attached to all four of his paws, <laughs> and it kind of walks around with this weird waddle. You see, um, the the pug kind of scrapes the claw along the glass, and you hear this like weird sound kind of emanate from the glass. Goes, yeah, you've had trouble with this stuff before. Good to come full circle, don't you think, eh, Rudy? Rudy is just looking around, like, panicked at all the other Rudys, just being like, okay, boys, everybody play it cool. This is glass. <laughs> there is glass. Nobody make a break for it. All right, everybody, just play it extra cool. We've, we've had a tough time with glass before, but not this time. We're going we're, we're to get on top of the glass. Or not, not like on top of the glass like you, uh, uh, Live 3, Rudy, but we're going to get under the Not like you, Live 2, Rudy. So, you know what? We're going to stay clear of the glass as much as possible. <laughs> live 4, Rudy, I think we can maybe kick this. Live 1, Rudy, you cannot. <laughs> you should be looking around learning a lesson. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Um... <laughs> You see, you see, live too. Rudy is just licking the ice that's on his paws, <laughs> sharing it with other people who want to drink. You see, the pug kind of looks back at the Australian Shepherd, and goes, "Hit it!" And the Australian Shepherd begins to type a bunch of things into the computer. You begin to see that Tesla coil, that Tesla ball up at the top, begin to spark more furiously with this black energy, and begins to spark all around the room, and you feel like winds picking up in here and even in the laboratory proper like papers begin to fly around as these sparks begin to hit all around this area kind of like hitting towards you but it's kind of like like with a tesla ball like you can touch that electricity it feels fine but inside you begin to feel a charge of some kind of electricity happening as this ball begins to whir up you know i've been trying to figure out how i can have all the love in new york city Dogs get a lot of it, but cats are getting so much. And I, you know, I think I need a little extra. I tried to drive you guys out, but that just moved the love. They kind of just shuffled it around. We got to make people dislike the cats. We got to make people love the dogs, but forget about the cats. And if cats are bad, then maybe they won't like them anymore. 
Dogs are good, cats are bad. Maybe we can just make that the new paradigm here. Keep all the love for us dogs, you know? You begin to feel the lightning going all around you. As this is happening, what are you guys doing? Do I think we gotta do something real quick or Smooth Rudy's gonna be in trouble? I'm like looking around for switches, I think. I'm I'm looking around I'm looking around and seeing what if, if we can undermine the little mechanics they're working on. Yeah, if we if we can get over that keyboard. I feel or, like we could press all the buttons on the board. Yeah. Do some switches. Walk along the keyboard. Yeah. I think some of them might <laughs> might turn it off. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, um, okay. Do we want to do, do like a, a distract and keyboard, or do we want to try to both make a break for it? I think we distract and keyboard. Alright, cool, cool. Which one do you want to do? Um, do you have a preference? Both I are really more, exciting to me. I might have me. more experience with keyboards, you know, being oh, indoor Oh, of key. course! Yeah. I barely even know what one is. I've only seen one in a yeah. trash can they're before. They're kind of like, it's like a, like a cash register, but bigger, and like, it's got a glow screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay, leave right. the distracting to me. Got it. <laughs> I think I know exactly what to do. You got this, Jobsy. And then, so I get the attention of all the dogs and I go uh, excuse me everyone um I'd love to interview you for an upcoming podcast <laughs> see I've learned from the magazine thing print is dead but podcasts are very in um it's about dogs think you guys would be awesome guests um what do you guys say it would be really fun all right, go ahead and roll the dice pool. Okay, cool. Three, five, two. So it's mixed success, um, but nothing's going in the box. Do you want to augment the roll in any way? You want to keep it as is? What do you guys think? Should I? Mm-hmm. Maybe now's the time uh, to take risks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think so. I think so too. Wait, it's so you get to win. re-roll one of them. Oh! Wait, don't I get to re-roll all of them? Oh, or wait, that was something? a, you could, you could do your, your life spending good dude, right? You can, uh, you can re-roll, uh, any three, four or five for free. Oh, just one. Yeah. Okay. Or well, any two, three, four or five for free. I picked up this one. Okay. So I'm going to re-roll this okay. one. <laughs> Six. Hey. You see a beagle kind of like a bunch of dogs come around and a couple of Rottweilers kind of like get up in your face and are like growling at you. All of a sudden, uh, a beagle comes and goes, no, wait, 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 Hear him out. Listen, as far as, like, audience retention goes, like, <laughs> podcasts are really, like, advertisers like podcasts because, like, like, think about it, think about it. Your voice is literally going inside someone's head. It's, like, super intimate. So, like, you get more money based on the advertise. So, like, this is actually better. And you see them, like, kind of talking back and forth with me and, like, why I, I thought if Prince did, surely radio said no, no, no. Actually, radio is like coming back in the form of it's like radio on the go. Well, but couldn't you say the same about like a Kindle being like paper on the go? No, 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 no. Paper's dead. Trust me. Audio is where it's at. And they start going back and forth. You've created enough of a distraction. What do you want to do? Oh, Brownie's definitely doing like full sneaks, trying to weave behind things, go and make herself as flat as possible, trying to get over to that keyboard. I'll say with that. A distraction you make it to the keyboard you see this australian shepherd is like pounding away at a bunch of keys all of the keyboards are like dog-sized keys 
So the keyboard is like five feet by three feet. <laughs> and he's like got to kind of like run around the whole thing. But you see a bunch of readouts on the monitor, like the big monitor in front of you. And you see a meter of power going up. And you see like at the top, there is a a bunch of like calculations you don't understand. But you see that there is a like a smiling happy kitty at the top. And then, like, at the other end of this, like, progress bar <laughs> oh, no. is a mean, angry kitty. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. Um, and he's, like, pounding up. And you see, like, there's, there's essentially, like, a vertical bar going up to this happy kitty. And then a horizontal bar that goes up to this uh, mm-hmm. uh, angry kitty. And the power is climbing, getting close to that happy kitty, like, activating this process. Um, what do you want to do? I think I think Brownie's got a, a two-step plan. Step one is jump on the head of the Australian Shepherd. Mm-hmm to try to distract it and get it to stop touching the buttons. And then step two is touch all of the buttons. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go and roll the dice pool for me. Okay. Wait. That's ah. uh, a two, a two, and a five. Uh, it's a mixed success, but nothing's going in the box. What do you want to do? Um, do you want to augment in any way? Or do you want to keep it as is? <laughs> I'm going to re-roll two of them. One of them using the uh, alley cat power. Okay. As a copycat. And then one is using in uh, a previous life memory. Okay. Of remembering the first time that uh, Brownie was like, oh my God, what's that clicky thing? That looks exciting. And jumping up on top of the keyboard and uh, her her human trying to kind of like bats her and push her off. And she was like, no, I want to press everything. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, re-roll two of the dice. It's a six Ooh. and a two. Uh, you jump up on this Australian shepherd's head and it immediately goes, what the fuck? Get, get up. There's a cat in here. And you hear uh, this whole other crew over here going, yeah, yeah, no, we know, but we're, we're hearing her out. <laughs> <laughs> you jump down and begin to mash on all the keys and you remember where your previous owner was trying to like guide you away from like when you were on the regular keys uh they were like oh fuck, fuck, fuck try to pick you up when you went to like the edges like near enter and escape would be uh they were like they started freaking out more so you start running all over and you hit as many keys as you can focusing on these areas you bang on a key it was a complete success you see the bar begin to as the the sparks begin to slow down the bar begins to drop and you hear the power and the wind in here begin to slow down. All of a sudden, you look down. And as you're on the keyboard, you look down, and you can see the pug turn around and face you, curly black mustache, looking at you, begins to snarl and goes, What do you think you're doing up there? Brownie is now a little bit scared, and so she's going to um, look at the pug, go boosh, and then uh, she's going to meow with the intention of it being a frequency that can break glass. <laughs> wow. Go ahead awesome. and roll. Oh, no. Scary, scary. Oh! Uh, it's oh a six, a one, and a six. That's complete success. So you... I put the one in. Nope, the one stays out. Oh, oh sick. Um, oh, wow. You... She's our lucky gal. As you meow, it is not the meow you had given before. This is a full... Yeah. What is what is your fullest meow <laughs> sound like? Mm, I think especially augmented by going bushy. Um, she was like, 
it begins to resonate as you see the glass and the computer screen shake and vibrate. You try to find this frequency. You see the glass of the monitor in front of you shatters and you see a bunch of the pipes above you begin to like crack and things. The pipe that is right around uh, Smooth Rudy and all of his previous lives begins to vibrate and move. You see it almost like wobble fully as it begins to find the resonant frequency. <laughs> it begins to get wider and wider. The pug looks back and goes, The center column explodes out. Uh, Smooth Rudy, you and all of your previous lives are now free. <gasps> Cheese it, boys. <laughs> See, one of the dogs just go, Cheese. <laughs> As that explodes out, all the dogs that were looking at you turn around and begin to run towards the center area. You guys are free. All of the dogs in here are on top of you. The pug looks at you had been blasted back by this explosion. Gets up, kind of like wipes some blood off its nose. He goes, You want something done right? You do it yourself. You see this pug crack its neck a little bit and begin to... You see its shoulders haunch and begin to get bigger and bigger and bigger as its entire bulk begins to expand out larger and larger and larger. All of a sudden, the dogs that were running up next to it kind of go (laughs) and begin to scoot back. As all of a sudden, this pug grows using some kind of spectral quantum ability. All of a sudden, it gets massive, taking up half the space in this area. Looks down at you and goes, What do you think about the pug now? (laughs) A big, meaty paw rises up and goes to slam down on the keyboard where you're at. What do you do? Is it going for me or the keyboard? It's going for you. Oh, no, no, no. I think uh, Brownie remembers a lesson from uh, one of the earliest times meeting Smooth Rudy where Rudy did not trust Brownie and and wanted to teach Brownie a lesson that uh, five of six ends are sharp. (laughs) And so Brownie's going to flip over (laughs) so that all four paws are pointing up and get out her tooths. Oh. Go ahead and uh, roll the dice. Uh, it's a five, a five, and a two. Uh, it's a mixed success. Do you want to keep it? Do you want to try to augment it? We're going to keep it. Um, mm. Do I want to? Yeah, I'll use, I'll use one uh, one life memory. Okay. To uh, She's remembering this, this smooth Rudy lesson. Yeah, it's a three. Went from a two to a three. <laughs> you go belly up, five of your six ends being sharp. You bury all of your claws and your teeth into this massive paw as it slams into you. It slams into you and cracks this keyboard. You hear, you feel real electricity around you like scattering out as this thing like begins to smoke and billow. You, He pulls his hand up and you're now on him, begin to like run down scratching his arms, biting him up. Get off of me. <laughs> Swing around trying to get you, like like a bodybuilder who can't reach something on his back. It's like trying to swat at you. However, with a mixed success, you see the cracked screen off from the corner of your vision. The bar begins to go up again as something in that attack has like cracked something. This black electricity is beginning to scatter all around. You see the winds are picking up again, and all of a sudden, this thing that you had slowly begun to decelerate begins to accelerate in this moment. You see all the cats in the various canisters beginning to kind of like look around, pressing their faces to the window, um, pressing their faces to the glass. This thing is rapidly reaching the top. What do you guys want to do as you see as you see the pug swiping at Brownie on its back? 
Uh, I have a, I've got a question. So my six former lives are here. Can I assume that they also can turn into liquids? Because in coming into liminality or just me? Yeah, I'll say they can also turn into liquids. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna attempt something, and uh, if it works, maybe there's a quip ready for it. If it doesn't work, maybe we don't hear what that is. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll the dice. So what I'm going to try to do is I want, with that electricity going off, I want all the smooth rooties to form like a liquid bridge from the pug to the electricity to conduct all the electricity <gasps> into the pug. <laughs> Holy sh! I love it. Uh, yeah, absolutely roll for that. Okay. Four, three, three. Um, do I want to re-roll with my Hellcat power? Also, I'm gonna say because you've been reunited with your past lives, I'm gonna say you can no longer like use like reflect on your past lives. You can still use your Hellcat power though. Cool. Oh, so it's an all or nothing. But the mixed success is a success, right? It's success, but there'll be like a consequence to it. I don't know. I think it's fun to risk it. Yeah, I'm gonna risk it. Let's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, do it. Hellcat, smooth Rudy. Three, six, <gasps> four. Six. <laughs> Your many facets of Rudy, you've lived a multitude of lives and you see them all stretch out in front of you as indeed they each stretch out in front of you. You guys link paws going directly towards this like Tesla ball of dark energy and you feel it beginning to run down your fur as you grab onto the small little curly Q tail of this pug. You see it <laughs> look back at you and goes, what are you doing? What do you say as you feel this energy charge through you and each of your bits gets bushier and bushier and bushier as this electricity flies into the ass of this pug? <laughs> uh, all of the Rudys say in unison, What am I doing? What are you doing? Like, water. <laughs> Let me take that again. <laughs> as they all in unison say, Wait, wait. Let me take that again. Yeah, yeah. The electricity flies into this thing. You see the pug go photo negative. Like, it itself goes photo negative as it goes, its scream goes in and out of (laughs) back and forth as you all of a sudden see this pug shrinking and shrinking down. As you see this happening, the curly Q mustache begins to recede and you see as it lands on the floor, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, kind of in the center of the air and then all of a sudden, you hold on as long as you can, finally letting go. The pug kind of like hangs in the air for a moment, suspended by some kind of power, and then flops to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like looks up at you goes, Hi! Hi! Are you my friend? Hi! What's up? Hi! 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 Uh, Rudy just like does that cat thing when they're not sure about something and just kind of like hunches his shoulders up and then like real slowly reaches out and swats him real quick. <laughs> you, he, he looks at you as the paws getting closer. He goes, hi, hi, you want a high five? And you bat him in the face real quick. He goes, ow, I didn't like that. Want to be friends? <laughs> you see the Australian shepherd like looks back and goes, no, guys, the boss, he got hit by, th- they inverted him. Shit, we got to get out of here. This place is going to blow. You see the pug has been like hit by this thing which seems to like inverted his like natural uh, evilness and he's now gone fully the other way. Um, (laughs) However, 
the lightning in this testicle, you finally had to let go of it because it was getting too strong. You see that the power in this area is still going and going and climbing and climbing. There are a bunch of cats and bats. All of them are clawing at the glass. Cats and bats. Cats and bats with hats on bats. They are clawing <laughs> and clawing at the glass as the electricity is getting bigger and bigger. You see shoots of it are going all around and the dogs are running out of here. You sense an imminent explosion of some kind. As you guys look around, Brownie, you look into one of the vats and you see three, four, five, eight different faces of yours. From when you were a little kitten to when you were a teen to four lives you lost four days in a row. Um, (laughs) All staring back at you, looking at you, scared in this vat. You see... This station is destroyed. There must be a way out of this, but you don't know what it is. Steve Jobs, you... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) What's weird about that, Brian? (laughs) Steve Jobs, you look around and you look through these vats and you see faces innumerable that you mostly don't recognize. You see some of Brownie, you see... Rudy's live sitting around, but you don't know any of these cats. You hear a voice from a vat behind you. <gasps> hey, Steve Jobs, you could do it. Just get on out of here. Just get out of here. Go, go. And you turn around and you see Siri looking at you, getting pushed back through a flood of cats, trying to just pull forward, being like, just get, go. Go, you got to get out of here. Go. You guys feel the power level in this area rising rapidly. What do you want to do? Do we think that um, the explosion will will like accomplish what the pug wanted to do? You know that whatever this energy is, is bad in a sense for the cats. It was bad when it was under control. It is no longer under control. I think you recognize this oh isn't necessarily God. just bad for everyone in this room. This is bad for this yeah. realm. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Um, trying to figure out how a meow can fix this. <laughs> or a teleport. What could a teleport? Yeah. Where could I go? I haven't used oh. that yet. <laughs> could you teleport any part of the device somewhere else? <gasps> can I teleport things other than myself. You can certainly try. Okay, oh let's try God. it. So wh- uh, what I want to try is to yeah, teleport that device to um, somewhere where it won't work. Which um, the ocean? Yeah, water would probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. I think electricity and water are like a good combination. <laughs> Brownie, um... (laughs) It will certainly break. Would it make things worse, though, if it meets water? The other option is, like, teleport it to, like, a different realm or, like, somewhere where it simply doesn't work. There's going to be consequences no matter what. The only other, like, realm I can think of that we've been to is the, like subspace between oh, the normal yeah. place and the liminal world. Maybe if you can get it back in that Yeah, like, that seems like a very like 
uh, it's already weird neutral. in there. Yeah. yeah. I wanna yeah. I would that's what I would like to try to do as um Steve Jobs. Sorry, Steve Jobs Jobs <laughs> full name. Um and I would like to try and teleport the big old device that the pug built and was using or whatever into that liminal liminal space, the black hole. You teleport yourself up to this like Tesla ball of black something energy. You grab onto it. That teleportation was easy and instinctual. But as you grab onto this thing, as you try to teleport it, you feel yourself shifting out of this place with the ball without it. And you're trying to like get a hold on it. Go ahead and roll the dice for me. Come on. Four, two, three. Uh, it's mixed success. I mean. What's the look? Go for it or go again? I mean, I think mixed success is pretty a good. success. I say let's go for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to also try a thing just as a, as a rules tweak um, since we're getting close to the end. Uh, mixed success, I'll say even though you didn't roll any ones, you still have to roll a dice into the box. Great. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Keep her around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah keep the blue one around. <laughs> you grab onto this sparking Tesla ball of some kind of strange energy you feel yourself flicking in and out of existence you feel yourself back in this liminal liminal space without it you flick back and you you see steve jobs disappearing and reappearing with this thing you see it like twitching in and out of existence momentarily and finally you wrap all of your paws around it your claws deep into it your teeth go into it you feel this energy shattering through you and you You guys see the room go still and silent. The papers flutter to the ground. And this ball is gone. From the back, you hear, Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs? As that rings out, Steve Jobs, you find yourself back in Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he is. Okay. That is the best isolated sentence I've ever heard on this podcast. <laughs> Steve Jobs, you find yourself back in Coney Island, right outside of this this entrance, this literal cat sphincter that you guys came through. Uh-huh. And you are pulling this ball of energy closer and closer to this space. As you pull it through the void, you begin to tumble with it. You feel the electricity in this thing is growing to a critical mass. And as it does, your claws and teeth are stuck into it. You begin to fall deeper and deeper back into this space between, spaces in between with this... Dave Matthews Band. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In in additional hell, the space between begins to play. (laughs) Just on loop. Uh, But it's not even the actual song. It's just a guy singing karaoke but doesn't know all the words. (laughs) (laughs) The space between. (laughs) (laughs) Who's with me? (laughs) Um, You feel yourself stuck to this thing. It is falling. You feel it getting closer and closer to this critical mass. You feel yourself beginning to get charged with this energy. I want to give you a 
choice. You can either roll a D6 and lose that many lives <gasps> to be able to survive this thing. Or you can roll 2d6 and take the lower, but something else will happen to those lives. If I roll 2d6 and take the lower, that number of lives, something will happen to that many? Yeah. So automatically lose X amount of lives or something will happen, something negative will happen to the lower of two. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I should probably just do the two. I have a better chance of seeing what will happen. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, yeah. go ahead and roll 2d6. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Is that two fives? Yeah. Oh my God. You feel this essentially what is now a bomb. Oh, I was automatically going to survive on the first one, wasn't I? Fuck. All right. Well, keep going. Here we go. (laughs) You feel what is essentially a bomb explode. As it explodes, you see all nine of your lives fly out into a spectrum. You can see all of them. As you fly out of this area, you feel five of them caught up in this strange space between spaces as the last four slam together and you find yourself on the sand of Coney Island. Five lives still lost in this space. You see the black hole here kind of royal with this energy. Lightning still coming out of it in vast ways, hitting and then dispersing and then slowly it begins to congeal back into something much calmer and finally it turns into the calm space you had seen before. You look inside yourself and you you feel lives have been lost in this way but you don't feel a connection to them. What do you what do you do? So just to clarify, I'm on Coney Island proper, not the Cat Coney Island. You are on Cat Coney Island right now. I'm on Cat Coney Island. You got blasted back out. Whew. Okay. And what happened to the device? Uh, The device seems to have, like, exploded and is, like, has been contained, essentially. Okay. And now I'm left with this sort of, like, weird void emotion of, like, I I just lost five lives but have no, like, memory of those lives or or connection to them. So I think I need to find out if um whatever we were do- wh- where are we at in the process of did it work? Did the cat did the cat can cats access their their past lives like before? You could find out. You could either teleport back to where these guys are or maybe oh. go find Heidi. Oh I want to find my friends. I'll teleport back to y'all. You teleport back to South Williamsburg. You find your way back into this laundromat. And as you do, you see with this power, this energy sphere gone, these glass tanks have essentially just become glass tanks. You find your friends and you guys are 
with just plain glass are very quickly able to, uh, especially with your knowledge of glass for good and for ill, <laughs> Hell yeah. are able to break the glass and free all of these cats. Um, you guys are very quickly reunited with your lives. You're reunited with your lives, Brownie. And as you teleport back, Steve Jobs, you find your mother, Siri, there waiting for you. And as you teleport back, kind of landing, a bunch of the cats kind of cheer and are celebrating. And she runs up to you, gives you a big hug, goes, Oh, Steve Jobs, I'm so, so proud of you. I'm so sorry. I tried to come back. I got stuck and they kept me here. And I've been trying to come back, but I just haven't been able to. Are you okay? I am now. Oh, honey, me too. Me too. You did such a good job. You did such a good job. And she kind of pets you. And as she does, your remaining lives kind of all shudder with that same like pleasure of being petted at like slightly different intervals. So she kind of feels your four lives as she pets you. And as she does, she kind of goes, Oh, honey. What happened? As you do the same thing to her, you feel almost like ridges of nine different cats as you kind of run your hand along her back. I think five, I think five of, five of me left. Five of me left. What do I still have four? Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. You did such a good job. Well, I, I couldn't have done it without Smooth Rudy and Aunt Brownie. Wait, where are they? You look over and you see uh, Aunt Brownie and, and Smooth Rudy. What are you guys doing as you're reunited with your lives? Smooth Rudy, you've been like chilling with your lives. You guys uh, <laughs> tackled the glass, I think, easily. And it's been like a training course. Like Smooth Rudy <laughs> being like very instructional about like, the dynamics of class. Yeah. And you see your lives uh, start to get it in descending order of recency. <laughs> <laughs> Brownie, what do you uh, what do you do? Um I think Brownie is like really excited and is um <laughs> doing a thing that she and her other lives do a lot which is is like recount their stories and lessons to each other and it's always with this sense of like all of like wow really <laughs> that's amazing i didn't know that was possible of like it's just just them being a bunch of Owen wilsons over <laughs> like a a corner of Bounty uh, telling this story and it's very much the like um it's like an elf at the very end. He's like, and then I walked through the Lincoln Tunnel of Brownie being like, and then we saw a bunch of Rottweilers. It was scary. But it's like the telling a little kid a scary story, except you do it in that voice. And so it's not scary anymore. <laughs> Everything's with like a sense of awe and wonder. You guys are reunited. The cats of past lives begin to frolic and fill this area of South Williamsburg slowly venturing further and further out to their homes being reunited with their cats we didn't get to the end of the dice but what I want to do is kind of go into the end game and I want us to look inside the box should we throw these in or no I'll say yeah go ahead and throw them in do you want to throw one and I'll do the other sure that sounds good okay 
Um, we're going to go ahead and look inside the box, pull out the sixes and ones, and we'll kind of go through from there to kind of whoa. narrate the ending of this story. Ah! Oh, whoa. Dang. It's so scary to me that if it's a bunch of ones, that the ending might be sad. <laughs> right. After this whole journey. Ooh. That's two sixes. Okay. That's three threes. Four threes. Oh. Woo. Wow. I don't think that's any ones. So we just, wow, we got no ones. <laughs> of the 12 dice, there are two sixes and no ones. Holy crap. Uh, Steve Jobs, I'm going to come to you last. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Smooth Rudy, there, there are two sixes here. I'd like you to take one of them and tell me, as you guys are beginning to leave the liminality, what is something positive that happens? Like, what, how how does this become more of an even, like, positive ending? For Smooth Rudy, I like to think that, uh, you know, as they were in that big room, Smooth Rudy noticed that Siri was there. And the six lost lives were like, oh, Siri. And then the modern Smooth Rudy was like, oh, Siri, you friggin' piece of shit. <laughs> and then they kind of talked through it, and Smooth Rudy realized that she really was abducted into this thing, and she mm-hmm. didn't betray him after all. You you kind of think back and think back to the timing and the number of scratches on the back of the, the dumpster, and you realize, like, to the day she was pulled into this liminality against her will, being taken, stripped away from you, being stripped away from her child. And I think you get pretty close to forgiving her as she comes forward just I, I would have been there I tried so hard to, I'm so sorry that you had to go through everything you I, I talked to some of the other Rudys you know while I was here and <laughs> I know you went through a lot uh, Rudy just kind of like thinks for a minute and then kind of like you know puffs up a tough exterior again and just goes hey don't worry about it she uh, just kind of looks at you gives you like a very familiar like paw punch on the shoulder goes we'll be knocking over bodegas again in no time <laughs> yeah would it uh you guys she kind of like puts her her arm around you uh, you guys kind of walk off brownie uh there's one more six in this pile uh tell me what happens to brownie at the end uh and this is like in the immediate aftermath uh, in the immediate aftermath or sometime uh, in the future? I'm going to say before you leave the liminality. Okay. Um, I think that, yeah, Brownie and all of her past lives are kind of just doing a really cute little, like, powwow of sitting on a bunch, like, comfy pillows and circles and other sorts of things. And, and Brownie is, everyone's retelling, like, their favorite stories and, and how each of these lives was were lost. And, yes, those four, like, days in a row just kind of basically speak in unison about, like, four, <laughs> four of roughly the same incident just kept happening. <laughs> um, and, uh... Brownie's like looking around and she's so pleased that she's like hanging out with all of her friends again and and seeing everybody uh, and and in this moment also is looking around and and at all the things that she's learned over all of her lives and she really for the first time is like yeah I really am a rough and tumble outdoor key and she feels very pleased with herself for all the things that she's learned um, over her times and she really is a rough and tumble outdoor key. <laughs> you see a couple of the alley cats that have like given you shit before like some of their past lives kind of coming up to you and just being like hey kid y'all right yeah yeah 
but you know, don't get a big head about it. It can like punch you, but in a way that is like very playful and like is a show of like alley cat respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of give you like this little punch. And they kind of like, you know, butt bump you a little bit. <laughs> we'll see you around, all right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. See you in the alleys. Rough and tumble style. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they pull some of your like much junior lives and like, all right, kid, let me let me teach you a couple of things. <laughs> and they start kind of walking off. You just hear a chorus of, oh, wow. <laughs> them all over. And Steve Jobs, as you guys are leaving the liminality, tell me what is happening between Steve Jobs and their mother. Um, So they're definitely telling Siri every little detail that happened because I think it's like a... I don't think I don't think Steve Jobs knew whether it's been a big question of whether Siri was kind of like good or bad in so much as a, a living being can be one or the other. But I think it was like a big relief that um, Siri uh, didn't abandon her buddies. So this feels like a new beginning for Siri and um, Steve Jobs, where I, th- I think I realized that the four of us can kind of like be a unit a little bit. And um, like this reconnection with my mom is like, I think, pretty fulfilling. And I could be like a little kitten again. You're kind of running in between your, your mom's legs. Yeah. And she's kind of like, doing that mom thing of like listening being a little bit annoyed but she, but she is like mm-hmm. happy to be annoyed in yeah. this moment as you guys are taking the subway back towards Coney Island you've teleported there like 10 times back and forth like <laughs> bringing her stuff uh-huh. she's like I get it I get it let's just ride together uh-huh. um, bring hot dogs for everyone I feel like you bring back uh, chili cheese dogs yeah, for everybody yeah. and in the liminality they're like covered in catnip yes. and like squishies and stuff. it's just like a cornucopia of great cat delight. Yeah. <laughs> you feel, yeah, fulfilled and in, in like that your mother always wanted to be there. She tried to be there and now she will be there. She looks at you in the same way that she looks at her good friend Brownie, at her old partner, Smooth Rudy. And you guys are already like cooking up schemes and yes. plans and things. You guys make your way to Coney Island and you travel back through the liminality in a way that's very familiar, still kind of disturbing in a way. But as you travel through, you kind of instinctively look around for your lost lives and you see scraps of whatever this device was kind of floating here and there. You kind of have to move around, but you don't see any of these other cats. Feeling however you may feel about that, you don't have too much time to think until you find yourself on the other side of the minality, each of you climbing out of this box. As you climb out of this box, you see Heidi looking at the board, frantically, like, scrawling things all around. She turns back and she sees you guys and goes, What did you do? Well, we face it. We nailed it. No! It's true, Tanya. You brought back the cats, but you made it worse! <laughs> she turns around and you see, highlighted in each of the burrows, a blinking dot. Ba-doom, 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 ba-doom. Do you guys know someone called Steve Jobs, 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 Jobs? <laughs> Whoa. No, we just know Steve Jobs. 
One job. Well, I know two me, jobs. Steve Jobs' job. Well, Steve there's Job five jobs. of them, and each of them have claimed to burrow, oh, and it's crazy out there. No. <laughs> I'm a little rascal. Steve Jobs' jobs. Let's go find the other jobs. <laughs> I guess we have to. Now, gang, <laughs> I know this looks bad. The important thing we need to remember here is we still earned all those shoot roofs. Yes. You guys look over to the Churu area and you see there are a bunch of various kibble treats and meats and things. The row of Churus is empty. Oh my god. And you see five identical notes <laughs> that all that all are pictures of cat Steve Jobs winking at you, going, nice try. All right, Cat Steve Jobs. I got five sharp ends, one for each of you. <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to end our oh, game. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, A great boy. Great, great stuff. That is all for this episode of My First Dungeon Playtest. Oh, my uh, God. Thank you so much for listening to this game, and thank you to everyone for playing. Um, Kevin, starting with you, why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Oh, boy. Hey, nerdy430pod on Instagram. I was about to say, like, .instagram.com. Like, this is <laughs> Tumblr or something. We don't have a Tumblr. You know what? We're going to start a Tumblr. Uh, get a Tumblr <laughs> yeah. and follow nerdy430pod. Love it. Uh, Abby, where can people find you? Oh, boy. Um, people can find me here. I'll be on more seasons of this. <laughs> um, and then hopefully soon after this, there will be two other exciting places to find me in a, uh, a comedy podcast called um, Sounds Funny Radio. And also the other one, uh, which is another season of this, but it's just a big exciting one that I maybe should talk about, maybe shouldn't talk about. Yeah, I think this is the right amount to talk about. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and Julia, where can people find you? Oh, they can find me on Instagram at Julia E. Schroeder. Schroeder is spelled like the Peanuts character or not like Schrodinger. There would be an <laughs> E in there um, the, the, where Schrodinger doesn't have an E. Anywho, you can also find me on TikTok at uh, Jules Schrodes or just go to my website, CoolJulia.com. You got CoolJulia.com? Oh Isn't that sick? That's Wild. awesome. <laughs> I remember, I remember we went to look for Sounds Funny Radio. We got soundsfunnyradio.pizza for $18 a year. <laughs> Soundsfunnyradio.com was $18,000 a year. Oh, oh, my God. You got a bargain. We, yeah. we picked the pizza, and we're happy with it. And you can follow this show on Twitter at My First Dungeon. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show, the very best thing you can do right now is open up your podcast player, click follow, and leave us a review. It really does help more people find the show. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside reading kind words from kind people. And if you want to keep up to date with the goings-on of this show, the 20-Sided Podcast, and all other TTRPG projects that we've got brewing, you should consider subscribing to our bi-monthly newsletter, the 20-Sided Newsletter. In it, we are posting extended interviews with game designers, first looks at games we're creating, including this version of Schrodinger's Cats we just played, and soon a version fixing all the things that went wrong in this episode. <laughs> uh, or just go to 20 sidednewsletterstackcom or follow the link in the show description. 
thank you again for listening. Thank you all again for playing. Thank you, thank you Brian. Brian. Thank you for having us. Me, us. <laughs> me, us. Me, us. <laughs> but mostly me. <laughs> I don't want to speak for you guys. <laughs> you can. It's okay, fine. good. Thank you for having us. <laughs> and as always, remember, if you're having fun, you're already doing it right. Bye-bye, everybody. If you're hearing this, that means you have listened to every last second of this episode, and that probably makes you a fan of this show. Well, if you're a fan and you like what we're doing and want to help others find it as well, then consider leaving us a five-star review over on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Getting more ratings really does help more people find the show, and reading your nice words about the things that we put out into the world makes us feel all warm and good inside, and we want more of those good, good feels. So head on over to your podcast player of choice and leave us a five-star review. Thanks.